Welcome to Wisdom's Echo. I'm Jessica Wright sharing a thought for the day with you. I have been so stirred in my heart lately about hope. It feels and it is true that the world feels like it has been turned upside down for at least the last year and a half. So many different things have been happening in the world. And I just know that hope is crying out for us. Things that we never thought would be happening in the world is happening. And here we are. And something that is running rampant among so many people is fear. Fear of the future. Fear of of death. Fear of so many things going on and it's just becoming just like a bigger and bigger monster really and it's ugly and it's turning people against each other in different beliefs of what the way you see things and the way someone else sees things and it's just constant fighting especially on social media arguing about what each other believes in and it doesn't prove a point even though you feel so strongly about something that you're trying to enlighten others it's also in the way you present it nobody wants to hear that if you're shoving things down people's throat they'll probably turn off their listening ears and tune you out it's just the way that it is presented and there's just so much strife and disagreement and discontent going on and all of that and I see it I see it all over the place and of course I have my own opinions and viewpoints for me and my family I understand feeling passionate about what you believe and you want to help others and bring the truth to others I completely understand that because that's what I do is bring the truth. But there's something bigger than even that is right now, there are so many people that are hurting, that are lost, confused, and hopeless. And we are called to bring hope. We are called to be hope for the hopeless. And this kind of stirred me into the story of Noah, which is funny because I began to study out in depth more about Noah. And it's interesting to me that his name actually means the one that would bring us rest. They really believed that Noah would bring them rest. And really that was coming from when the curse happened from Adam and Eve, then the earth was cursed and they were having to do everything with their hands and they didn't even have tools to be able to till the ground and do all of these things. And they believed that Noah was going to be the one that delivered them from that. They believed he would be the one that would bring rest to the people, which to me that translates as he would be the one to bring hope because they felt hopeless now, when I think about different ones in the scripture that would that brought hope, 
Of course, the first one I think of is Yeshua. Of course. There's also Abraham, Moses, Esther, David. It just goes on and on and on. But I never really saw Noah that way. But it is so true that he was there to bring hope. Now, his story, think about this. Yahweh had him, he did not have his children until he was 500 years old. He started having his children, which, wow, 500 years old. And then it took him 120 years to build the ark. 120 years of him building this ark and and everything that Yahweh told him to do. And of course, everyone thought he was crazy. But in those 120 years, all of the people had a chance. They had a chance to be forgiven, had a chance to change their ways, but they didn't. Yahweh gave opportunity after opportunity for them to change. 120 years also represented a lifespan, a lifetime. So there was a whole lifetime of opportunity to be able to change the ways. The people had so much opportunity. And Noah kept building this huge ark, enormous ark. So it was obvious. And he looked like a crazy man. And they didn't believe him. But he was there And he had a mission, and I'm sure sometimes he questioned, why am I doing this? But he was being obedient. That's a long time to continue to do what Yahweh tells you to do, and you don't really see that it's it's working. I mean, we all face that. It's funny because he sees the bigger picture. He sees everything, even when things feel hopeless. Yahweh sees the bigger picture. We continue to rehearse and engage his goodness. His goodness, no matter what is going on, you can still think of things in your life that he has been good to you, how he has been faithful to you. Rehearse those things. That's what you need to focus on. Not the worry, not the fret, not the fear of what's going to happen or th- or things that you're facing. I know so many people have, have lost loved ones this year and my heart breaks for them. And I totally understand that we lost someone very dear to us last year, but he is still good. There was a a lady that I know here. She is about to have a baby. She's pregnant. She has a four-year-old daughter. And her husband, just he's very young, just passed away. And through all of the hurt, the pain, and the confusion, Everything that is coming out of her mouth is declarations and praise to Yahweh. Even when she had to announce that he had crossed over, she still said, but God is still good. No, I don't understand any of this, but I know that God is still good. And that's tough. That is, wow. Like that took my breath away to even to read as she posted this. 
that God is still good no matter what. So I see so many people hurting. The last thing that anyone needs when they're hurting and when they're confused is to argue about vaccines or to argue about masks or anything. To argue about anything. Instead of us getting up, and you can stand for what you believe in, but instead of fighting each other, how about bring hope? That's what we need. Hope is so powerful. We are called to bring hope to the hopeless. Hope to the hopeless. And there's there's been times in my life where I felt like everything was crashing down all around me and I felt hopeless. And a lot of times things feel more dramatic, even in the evening at night. I don't know why, but it feels like, oh gosh, everything is crashing down. I don't know what's going to happen. And then I go to sleep. And then the next day I wake up and it's a new day. And the things that seemed like such a big deal and felt so rough or tough were actually not as big of a deal as I thought it was. That I realized that there was a new day, that I was waking up to a new day again. Breathing in fresh air. There's something about starting a new day. I love Mondays. Most people do not because you're starting another work week, but I happen to love what I do. But I love Mondays because it's always a fresh start. Like I like I have my list, I'm ready to go for it. And it is so much fun to me to have that structure. And we have that opportunity every day to wake up. You're living, you're breathing. You have something to be thankful for. Ah, I took a breath. Thank you, Yahweh. I'm breathing life. Thank you, Yahweh. So waking up in the morning and releasing that breath of life, starting with that, you have a fresh start every day and just continue to rehearse his goodness and become hope to others. Become hope, bringing that light to those that feel that they are surrounded by darkness, by fear, because hope is so much stronger than fear. You let hope arise in you. And if you feel a little bit of fear trying to creep in, shut that door, slam it out, get it out, get it out of the way, and engage in Yahweh, lean into him because there is no fear in him. There's hope in him. There's trust, there's love, there's joy, there's peace. But what I'm talking to you about today is hope. So rejoice in his goodness, rehearse his goodness and hope overflows out of that because you realize, you know what? He's been there for me the whole time. He's been there the whole time. I shared about this song that I sang at my grandmother's funeral. She was very young when she passed away and crossed over. She was 61 or 62. And actually at the time, I didn't realize how young she really was. I was 18, but I was very clueless. But... I sang a song at her funeral 
And it was by a young lady named Jenny Owens. And she was blind, or is blind. And she wrote this song. And I'm not really sure why I chose this song to sing, but it was something that ministered to my heart. And I wanted to do that at her service, her celebration service. And, you know, it talks about the pathway is broken and the signs are unclear. I don't know the reason why you brought me here. But just because you love me the way that you do, I'm going to walk through the valley if you want me to. He's there for us, even when it you don't really understand why you're walking through this. I'm just going to do it anyways, if that's what you want me to, Yahweh. And the last verse says, when I cross over Jordan, I'm going to sing, I'm going to shout. I'm going to look into your eyes and see you never let me down, which is huge. Thinking about the girl that wrote this song, she's blind. So when she crosses over Jordan, she's going to sing, going to shout. She's going to look into his eyes and see that he never let her down. We look into Yahweh's eyes and we see that he has never let us down. He sees the bigger picture. Amen. So that we can bring hope to the hopeless. Those that don't know what we know, that we can bring that. And if you feel hopeless right now, I pray that you come alive and that you breathe the breath of life of Yahweh inside of you and that you find your hope in him. You find your peace in him, the peace that passes all understanding where there is no place for fear. Just begin to rehearse his goodness in your life. And if you've had a rough life and you feel like there's no goodness to rehearse, think of the little things. Think of the little things and it grows into bigger things because there's always goodness somewhere to rehearse that he's placed inside of you because he loves you and he wants his best for you. So I release hope, hope to you and let us all become hope. Shalom and have a wonderful day.